Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our next guest spent 10 years in various roles on Bechtel job sites in five different continents. During this time, he witnessed the challenges and even opportunities for data collection on mega projects and the impact that data has on the project management workflows and processes. Please welcome Guy Skillet, Director of Construction Innovation for Rumbix. Guy, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Well, we're delighted to have you. So, Guy, you know, tell us a little bit about Rumbix and, and talk about this workflow telematics and, you know, really what does that term mean for our listeners who might not really understand that? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I mean, workforce telematics is something that we kind of stumbled into when we started thinking about the problem that we're trying to solve at Rumbix. And we really sort of took our cues from equipment telematics, um, you know, the, the idea that equipment fleets these days are really empowered with thousands of sensors that track everything from, you know, idle time to, you know, how quickly the brake pads are wearing down. And that really helps people understand and monitor their fleet. And it was the idea that could you derive something similar for the construction craft workforce who, you know, are somewhat analogous in in terms of um, equipment that they, you know, undertake a, a lot of different roles and they do a lot of different things and measuring um, all of that can be very, very challenging. And as construction technology and hardware, you know, the Internet of Things we hear so much about starts to really penetrate the construction industry, it's the idea that different data sets coming in from the job site can be funneled and channeled in such a way that you start to derive really interesting insights around construction labor productivity, like what is actually happening to your crew. Um, and so really that's where the, the sort of the concept comes from. And then, of course, the other characteristic around it is really um, location and to what extent does emerging technologies, real-time location sensing technologies, start to um, provide a level of insight around the location and the movement of craft workers and how that um, impacts productivity. So telematics is like the generation, the flow of data. We just happen to think about that in the context of the workforce rather than, say, equipment or materials. So if I'm understanding you and following you a little bit, Guy, and what you're talking about, are you trying to generate real-time productivity of what's happening with the field themselves? Like you're, you're keeping production data, you're timekeeping, you're kind of gathering everything that's happening at the job site, you're gathering all of it and saying, okay, we're, we're getting field data, we're, we're getting project performance, we're getting all the things that might be happening at the job site, and we're collecting all that data in real time. Uh, very much real time. Um, we are not. Well, we like to we like to consider ourselves the last mile in field data collection, and so we don't subscribe to the idea that we capture everything on the job site because um, you know we're only a relatively small company, and you know we we focus on a number of key areas. And so, if you think about the labor productivity calculation in the industry, first of all, it's it's relatively. Um, ill-defined and it's not sort of um, you know, completely well understood or consistently applied across the industry. But it's cool when you're thinking about labor productivity, you want to understand um, you know, your productive input over your productive output. How many X did you get in and how much of X did you get out? So typically you're, you're measuring your labor inputs in the context of worker hours. How many hours did your crews 
spend on a particular project working on a particular thing. And then your output is typically a function of how much of, um, you know, how many cubic meters of concrete did you install or how many metric tons of structural steel did you actually place. If you go back and associate that with your budget, you'll typically have a labor unit rate that is baked in your estimate. And that estimate will indicate how many hours should you would you expect to expend on a particular commodity and then how many hours do you actually spend. So how many hours you earn versus how many hours you spend is the most fundamental measure of labor productivity in the industry. And so for the most part, we automate timekeeping because it's not only a significant value add um, for companies that are still leveraging paper time cards to do their timekeeping. Um, and then once you've got that, you really only need to be able to record how much work actually people manage to get in place on a particular project, either daily or weekly. We, we try and advocate daily. There are challenges around that, depending on what you're measuring. But ultimately, we want to get that real-time timekeeping, real-time production input, but then also gather information on what went well, what didn't go so well, so you can start to understand what is driving labor productivity. And so by having visibility of production unit rates, understanding how many hours are expended on the job site, how much work the crew got done, you essentially have everything you need to be able to surface those labor productivity insights in real time. And so by gathering the data from the field in the mobile app and then automating the productivity calculations, we reduce a lot of the administrative burden uh, that companies um, face when not only gathering and processing time cards and payroll, but also once that information starts to flow into the wider construction management system, surfacing those insights around labor productivity, you know, generating the metrics or the dashboards and the KPIs that a construction company needs to use. And then not only that, but we surface those in a cloud-based environment so anybody has access to them or as many people can have access to them whenever they want. And so your monitoring becomes a, a more of a real-time ongoing exercise based on real-time data rather than this very lagging process that maybe happens once a week. And the theory being that as more people start to use it and consume it, more people know the numbers and people are able to surface those insights quicker. When you look at all of this right now, when you look at the idea of monitoring and understanding, you know, the points of problems that you want to solve on a, on a job site, you know, as you're doing timekeeping and things like this, are you being able to now see things that you might not have seen before? I mean, that's the whole idea is you're able to see things to give yourself a bigger insight into maybe compliance issues or have a better picture into something that maybe you didn't that was happening on a job site? Absolutely. Um, and the, the really interesting thing about what we're trying to do is that the, the insights are there, right? I mean, we ultimately build a solution that's intended to go in the hands of the foreman. And for the most part, the people who understand, you know, better than anybody, the job site conditions, what's going well, the precedent conditions that either um, deliver success or failure on projects are known by the people that are touching the work. So your foremen, your craft workers, the guys that are out in the field and the girls that are out in the field are the ones that are the best, you know, that are best positioned to be able to tell you what's going well and what's not going well. And while they have a voice, that voice is not typically captured or well understood by the decision makers that are sitting back into the, the offices. And so you end up with this disconnect between the construction management who are ultimately creating the conditions for the guys in the field to be successful and then the, the conditions that the guys in the field actually 
enjoy or, or get the benefit of. And there's some interesting academic studies that basically go on job sites and they look at, uh, you know, this, the, the researchers interview the guys in the field and they go and interview the, the management. And basically the management blame the field and the field blame the, field blame the management. And the researcher has the, you know, the impartial perspective of actually understanding exactly what's happening. And the reality of it was is that the people in the field had a much better understanding of exactly what was driving progress, but the people in the home office had no way of being able to surface that. Now, that's anecdotal. Um, the question that we have is, like, how do you start to gather those insights in a better way? And that's essentially giving foremen a tool, but also setting in place the, the conditions that encourage foremen and people in the field to report issues, to report opportunities to improve, and then for the construction management system to surface that. And so, you know, it's, it's all about being able to, it's, first and foremost, it's about creating the right culture on projects to, that encourages foremen and people in the field to report information. And the second part of it, which is where, you know, we sort of come in, is about delivering a tool that makes it easy for those insights to be gathered. And so it has to be a super simple interface because the foremen are, the guy, you know, the foremen are not necessarily... Um, shall we say, the most patient of individuals when it comes to moving to technology. They have a million and one other things to do, and you, you know, putting a super complicated app in their hands is not going to make their lives easier. So you've got to be very mindful of that. But it's ultimately creating the environment, which is a function of tools and processes and culture that gathers data from the field earlier. And we feel that if the foremen are able to, if the foremen are given a voice and management are given the ability to synthesize that and extract those insights, then the foremen themselves are going to tell you what needs to happen in the data and what you need to change. And so it's less about you know, data and hardware and technology surfacing amazing insights that um, you know, nobody thought were, were possible. It's really about creating the underlying conditions that allow for better communication and collaboration of data from what has otherwise been a very underserved recipient of technology in the construction industry. And you kind of look like when you could put a lot of this in a smartphone-based platform, you know, you're optimizing the way things can work. The job site becomes a, a quicker, easier information resource than is what you're trying to do ultimately, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's really about trying to shorten the periodicity with which the construction industry gathers and leverages data. Um, typically, you will gather that timekeeping information, you'll gather your production data, and you'll process a report once a week. Um, you know, if somebody then starts to look into the underlying conditions that were driving productivity maybe four or five days beforehand or in the previous week and is asking questions about what went wrong then, they're not, only, they're not asking the questions about how do we improve the conditions on the job site tomorrow. They're asking questions about what happened 10 days ago and then how do we avoid that happening again. And oftentimes, by the time you take those intervention actions, um, the issues on the job site have moved on to something else. And so you're never fixing the issues that are going to help you be successful tomorrow. You're trying to fix the issues that impacted you a week or two weeks ago. And so what typically tends to happen is, at least in my experience, is that you know, problems tend to compound and they become increasingly more um, impactful until the intervention is less around um, sort of hey, recovery, guy. but it's less around... Yep. We're out of time, but thank you for being with us. We hope you'll come back and talk to us soon. Oh, no problem. All right, listeners, stick around. We've got more to come right here on ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. 
Improve your business and your life with useful information from experts and thought leaders. WS Radio is radio with ROI. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. Small businesses are the lifeblood of America's economy. Every Thursday, SBA Radio interviews industry professionals and is dedicated to provide small businesses with timely insights and innovations. Visit www.sbaradio.us for details. Hi, Scale Listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. That's scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Can you imagine a world without children? A world without their smiles or their laughter. A world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we can't imagine a world without children. That's why we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere. Diseases like cancer, pediatric AIDS, and sickle cell. And we won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated. Because we can't imagine a world without children. Can you? Finding cures, saving children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To learn how you can help, log on to our website, stjude.org. 